All right, so we are now recording, um, talking to Miles, Miles maybe from Blaster Raps. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Patreon uh, supporters. Um, so yeah, I've got the uh, all the questions pasted in there for you. Yeah, um, I have it. I have it open. Did you have any questions um, for me before we start, or anything that you think I should um, add or change? Um, not really. My only, I guess, question, which I was going to ask at the end is like, when's this one going to be posted? (laughs) So I'm planning on using this, um, basically it'll be a week from today. Okay. So it'll be, let me pull up my calendar here. I think it's like the third or fourth. It's the fourth. I don't know. Okay. January 4th. Um, so another thing I'm starting with the new year is I'm moving my release date to Saturday because... With my work schedule the way it is, it just makes more sense to do that. I, I originally started on Thursday because um, I had read some stuff saying that Thursday afternoons were like or, – or Thursday was like the most common day for people to spend a lot of time on social media. Hmm. I, I don't know where I read that, but yeah. um, I, I – I don't really know how accurate it is either. I tend to see more interactions on the weekends anyway. Right. People because, are off work. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People are sitting at home bored. And so they pull out their phones on, on the weekends. But, um, so that's why I originally chose Thursday, but it has never really lined up very well with right. my, with my work schedule. So it's always made it kind of tough. And so there's been several times where I missed the, the Thursday release date and released an episode on Friday or Saturday. Um, so I just decided, you know what? I've, <laughs> I've been doing this long enough. I, it's time to switch it to a, a better day for me. And honestly, I think weekends are, are going to be better for other people too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It gives them kind of like when and kids would look forward to Saturday morning cartoons. Now as adults, they can look forward to Saturday phone casts. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's going to be as popular as cartoons, but we'll see. Yeah, but the the nice thing is because it is recorded, people can listen, you know, on any day of the week to the yeah. most recent yeah. episode. So, which is what I do because I I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and I I don't necessarily listen to them on the day that they come out. Um, I just listen when I, you know, whenever it's mm-hmm. the, the most convenient time for me. So. Yep. Um, yeah, as far as the, the affiliate thing, um, well, how, so how long ago did, did this start again? Like two, three weeks for Blast Wraps? Uh, so yeah, no, that's a good question. Uh, so Blast Wraps as a company basically started about a month and a half ago. Um, and a lot of that was, uh, getting it all ready for Amazon, stuff like that. Gotcha. And then our affiliate program is only like two and a half weeks old. Um, because that's when you started actually like selling product, right? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a bit to get on Amazon. So right. it was like, there was a lot of work up front where we, we had the designs, but we were getting them onto Amazon and still setting up our website. We obviously didn't do any marketing until our website was to a kind of a presentable point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then once they got on Amazon, then we could start kind of sending out promotional packages, doing traditional ad um, on Amazon. And then also um, we were like, oh, we should do an affiliate program. I mean, originally it was because we were know we were going to send it to the YouTubers. And then we were like, well, 
anyone who's going to be promoting us in a kind of a social media way should have an affiliate link. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Um, so for, for the Patreon people, they're going to get some kind of inside baseball here. Um, mm-hmm. but basically I get a, I think it's a 15% commission, um, every time somebody uses the Foamcast coupon code, yeah, um, yeah. which is pretty cool. So, so as far as like the sponsorship goes, you guys did send me a few blaster wraps, um, so that I can try them out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like to try things before I start oh, for sure, them, yeah. which totally <laughs> makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I'm kind of attaching my, my, uh, reputation to them at that point. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. And then I, you know, I got that custom coupon code. Other than that, you guys aren't like paying me for advertising space or anything like that. Um, it's just through the commission. So if people want to support the podcast, um, they can use that coupon code to buy them from you, but also they get a discount too. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think when I, when I signed up and was looking at it, I think it said a 20% discount for using that coupon code. So, so that's cool too, because you know, that, it's it's a win-win or it's yeah. a win-win-win everybody <laughs> that's uh, that's our goal is to create win-win wins yeah everybody everybody wins with that so that's pretty awesome um so i have tried it out obviously i'm going to do my my tactical analysis um mm-hmm. which is what i call my reviews uh in in a later episode it won't be this okay uh this next one that this interview is on it'll be probably the one after because I actually have, I have some stuff kind of stacked up that I need to get through <laughs> that yeah, I need to review. So, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, and also I don't want to just have an onslaught of blaster wraps in one episode. Yeah. Um, I did that once with, uh, the dart zone pro because like, I just had so much stuff about the dart zone pro. Like all the news was about dart zone pro. The interview was about dart zone pro and my review was of the dart zone pro. And it was all in one episode. And I was like, I, this is bad, but like, I don't know what else to do. Like the news is the news. And I already, this is the only interview I have. And like, so it just ended up that way. But, um, yeah, so, so I, I will probably do the review in the following episode. Yeah, um, no, that's perfectly fine. And, you know, as it, if it's spaced out, people will still see it and it'll remind them to go get them. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, it helps you out to to have it mm-hmm. um, to have it spaced out like that and being mentioned more often. Um, I, I also am uh, even on episodes where I don't necessarily put that that ad in the episode because I kind of have a rotation I go through. Yeah, um, I still am mentioning the coupon code in every episode in the requisition recon uh, segment, which is like the sales information yeah. because it's still a sale, right? Um, mm-hmm. It is. So and it, it's something that helps the channel. And so, or, you know, the podcast, so you want to mention that. Yeah. You know, almost yeah. Every and, time. and also I, I love having the custom coupon codes for yeah. things um, because that's kind of like a cool thing that, you know, people can, people can listen to the podcast to get those special deals that they maybe can't find other places. So exactly. Um, but just a sneak preview. Uh, my review is going to be 
a positive review because I do good. like these. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, we appreciate positive reviews, but before yeah. before you sent them, even I was like, you know, I wonder what they are making these out of, and this is why I added the the question to the to the interview about what they're made out of because, um, you know, obviously 3M is us is that, that means it's going to be a solid product. Um, and so when I got them and saw that they were made out of 3M, uh, whatever the, I'm trying to remember what the specific thing 3M product is, but, um, it's like Scotch Cal or yeah, something. It like just that. says like Scotch Cal on the back, which is still really generic considering what it, like the specs of it it's 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 actually made of much more specific than just like scotch right right yeah. but but like the fact that it's a 3m product and it's yeah. not some cheapo vinyl <laughs> thing um it's i i was impressed by that and yeah. uh it definitely is uh, a pretty tough material we'll see how it holds up in in use um mm-hmm. it's gonna i mean Anything that's an adhesive that has edges, you have the potential for stuff peeling up yeah. um, over time. But considering the, you know, you you have to kind of look at it from a from a uh, investment perspective. What's your return on investment, right? So if I'm going to invest yeah. a lot of time and a lot of energy and skill and money into painting, um, and then you know, potentially I drop it and it gets a chip in the paint. Um, that's not a great return on investment. Of course, mm-hmm. I can do like some really cool things and like I can sand off the Nerf logos or I can, you know, do all these different techniques and stuff, but it ends up being a pretty fragile um, paint job a lot of times. Yeah. On the other and- hand, with your stuff, like it's not expensive. It doesn't take a lot of time or skill to put on. I was like, really careful with it because I'm a perfectionist, but yeah. even so it only took me, you know, 20 minutes or something to do the chronos. And then even if over time it starts to peel off or whatever, like I could buy another one and put it on. It's not exactly. expensive. So, and if you get one piece that's all dinged up, you know, it's, it's one piece. You can peel mm-hmm. off just the one piece and put on just, you know, you could buy two and then have one as a backup to put on yeah. new pieces where with like a hydro dip job, then touching that up becomes much more of a pain. Right. Yeah, I I wouldn't even I mean I guess if I hydro dipped something and the the dip the hydrographics started to like peel off or whatever, I guess I would try to paint it um with like a matching yeah. matching shade or something like that or maybe try to redip the one piece of the shell uh that yeah. got damaged. Yeah. Try but like, yeah, and and not only that, but if you have a multi-piece shell, right, where they come mm-hmm. apart, if you want to hydro dip that and you want the pattern to line up between the pieces, like, good luck. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, like, it might be possible, <laughs> but it's it's going to be a pain. Yeah, and so at that point, you kind of just have to accept that when you get between the different pieces they're going to be, there's going to be a visible edge there. Um, and you know, if you're doing like a camo pattern, that's probably yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. But if you want to do like, um, stripes or something, then it, mm-hmm. you know, it changes or, you know, you know what Tech I'm talking logos, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, I, I'm excited for them. I think they're pretty cool. And, yeah. and yeah. I, I like that products like this, um, are taking stuff that historically has been a lot more difficult and has kind of kept some people out of trying to do these things. And it's kind of opening it up and making it more accessible. So I mm-hmm. like any time some new thing comes along that potentially is going to bring more people into the hobby. Um, yeah, definitely. Or encourage people to participate more fully in the hobby. Um, cause I'm sure that there are people who are in the hobby, but they are not touching paint. They are not touching hydrographics. Like they, they just don't think that's a thing for them. And then they're going to see blaster apps and be like, I could actually do that. Yeah. You know, and that was one of our like kind of criteria and inspirations is like, I know a lot of people who have tons of blasters and then, you know, when they go to a meet or whatever, they see someone with like a painted blaster and they're like, wow, that's so cool. I could never do that. And it's like, well, but, but you want to, you know, like, yeah. And, and why shouldn't you yeah. exactly, why, why shouldn't we have a product that allows people to do that without necessarily exactly. having to invest a lot of money and time and skill and, you know, potentially trial and error. That's the mm-hmm. other thing is like, if I, you know, like, let's say that I wanted to do something with my dart zone pro, if I wanted to hydro dip that or paint that and I screw something up, that's a $180 blaster that I can't exactly. get another yeah. one of. Like, unless I want to buy a used one, which used ones are going for like 250 mm-hmm. So. And if it's used, then who knows how good the internals are, what it's been through. And, right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, so it's, so some it's, of these blasters are investments. Yeah, yeah. Like right now I'm, I have a project I'm working on. It's a sonic barricade. So it's the clear green barricade and mm-hmm. they're not super common. Yeah. The only reason I have one is because somebody sent it to me and like I'm taking my sweet time with it because yeah. Yeah. I do not want to mess something up, <laughs> you know? So Yeah, no, definitely it, it's hard to go backward with paint. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it's it's cool that uh that this is available. And I I also think that you definitely picked uh, some of the best things to start with as far as like your, yeah. your layout designs, because, um, strife, like obviously strife, like if you yeah, only did one, it should be the strife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, and then, you know, you have the chronos and the magazines and all that stuff. So, yeah, we tried to start with a good solid base because we know that there's, you know, there's dozens and dozens of blasters out there. And so it's not like we're going to start alphabetically or anything. Like right, <laughs> you got to pick right. the popular ones. Yeah, you and, don't want to start with stuff that is no one's going to buy. Yeah, if they don't have the blasters. They're not going to buy a blaster wrap for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think anyone is likely to go out and buy a blaster just so that they can yeah. use the wrap on it. <laughs> although um, we'd be flattered if they did. Although but, I, I mean, it could happen, right? It could be yeah. that somebody is like, you know, I've wanted to do this project. But I want it to look like this, and that's not available. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you know, I really want you guys to do, to do a hammer shot. Um, right. And I could totally see people saying, you know, I like the hammer shot, but I want it to look more realistic, more like a real revolver. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the capability to paint one myself, so I'm just not even going to bother. And then maybe from seeing a design from you that has like, you know – wood grain or looks very metallic or whatever it is that 
that people want. Um, cause that's a super common one for like LARP and cosplay and stuff it like is. that. I've seen and, some really cool hammer shots that are, yeah, they're wood grain, steampunked and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've done a few, I haven't done the, the, the wood grain itself. I've just left the, the wood grain, um, that's already on the grip in place, mm-hmm. but I've painted the, the orange part of the shell to look like worn metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, that's a really popular thing. People like to do that. So, so if you had something like that available, like, mm-hmm. I think people would like that because it's way cheaper. Um, and I don't mean cheap in a bad sense. I mean, like, yeah. way more affordable to do that. Um, like the, the person that I painted hammer shots for, they paid me, uh, I want to say close to $150 for three hammer shots just for the paint job, not mm-hmm. not even yeah. for the blasters themselves, just for the paint job, which I was kind of undercutting myself on that as far as like valuing my labor. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, if it's a choice between that or like buying some vinyl decals that people can apply themselves at home, um, I think there's a lot of people who will go for that, who maybe just weren't even going to try before, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I actually just, uh, yesterday picked up a hammer shop from Goodwill. So it's on the, it's on the list. On the to-do list. Yeah. Awesome. It's on the to-do list of blasters that we have sitting on my shelf. So. Cool. Well, I, yeah, I'm going to ask you about that too, as yeah. far as, you know, what the, the future holds what you're going to work on. So in the questions and during the interview, um, Mm -hmm. my distinguishing terminology I'm going to be using when I, when I'm talking about designs, um, I'm talking about the actual like shape of the, of the decals. Um, when I say patterns, I'm talking about what's on the decals. Okay. That's what I thought, but I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. So just so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I think we should probably jump into the actual interview portion. Okay. And, um, let's see, what else do I need to mention? Uh, when we get to the, the last or second to last question about social media and stuff like that, um, don't worry about spelling things out. So, um, not that you have a particularly difficult username, but, uh, if you just want to mention the the platforms you're on, so you can say we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, like that, um, then I will, once you're done answering the question, I'll say, great, we'll have all those links in the show notes at foamcastradio.com. So awesome. that way, um, people aren't trying to like type it out while they're listening. They can yeah. just hear, <laughs> oh, they're on all these things. And most of the time, people are just going to search for it anyway. Um, but at least now they know where to search, right? Because if you didn't exactly, mention yeah. Twitter, there's no reason to look for you on Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, don't don't worry about spelling anything like, cool. <laughs> you know, underscores and dashes and digits and all that. Um, just <laughs> yeah. just mention where you can be found, and then I'll uh, I'll put the links on my website so that people can find it that way. So cool. Yeah, that that's much easier. <laughs> um. Oh, and I need to remember i mean i'm typing it into the chat just so that i see it okay i need to remember to mention the giveaway as well because i'm just going to mention it in the middle or not in the middle but towards the end of the interview okay um 
if I do forget it, I'll just edit it in later. But anyway. <laughs> okay. I'll try to remind you if I remember. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I always end up having to edit out mistakes that I make. So, um, if you hear me repeating myself, it's just because I didn't like the way I said something, or maybe I stumbled over a word or something like that. So, okay. No worries. Alrighty. <clears throat> Mm. Last thing, uh, when I'm introducing you, what is your your title? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, you can call me um, the CEO slash graphic designer of Blaster Apps, but I guess CEO is basically my title. Okay. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> All right, everybody. This week, I'm really excited to be talking to Miles Maybe. He's the CEO of Blaster Wraps. Miles, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you about your new product and uh, get some more information about it for me and my listeners. Before we get into that, though, uh, let's start out with the basics. First of all, can you tell us how you actually got into the Blaster hobby yourself? Mm -hmm. So it started in high school when I was searching for colleges. Um, I was looking at different engineering programs, and at one of the places I was looking at, they advertised that they had a human versus zombies uh, game that happened every year. And I was like, well, that's really neat. Uh, and so then going forward, when I went to tour campuses, I was like, hey, by the way, do you have an HVZ? Um, which most of the time the answer was no, but there was a couple that were yes. And one of the colleges I ended up picking did have an HVZ. So my freshman year, first semester, um, middle, you know, kind of in October, November, they were like, time for HVZ, and I was like, sign me up. Uh, so I went out and I bought uh, some Mega Blasters at the time um, because I liked the whistling and the range, and then I uh, played HVZ. And then after that, they were like, hey, you know, you were really enthusiastic. Do you want to actually help plan uh, these HVZs? And I was like, sure, because I was a freshman. I didn't have much to do. Um, and so fast forward uh, six years, and I kind of rose through the ranks of the Urban Gaming Club. Um, from you know just a player to a mod to vice president to president, which I'm currently um, uh, helping run these human versus zombies every semester. Uh, so so that's kind of how I got into it. Was I knew I wanted to, and then they got me hooked and uh, kept me in the club for a real long time. And you know I would upgrade blasters as I went along and stuff. So that's kind of how I got into it. And now that I'm close to graduating, um, you know I'm an entrepreneurship major, and so. Um, it kind of you know made sense to eventually have a startup that de dealt with the blaster community. Awesome. Well, universities take note. One way to attract <laughs> brilliant minds is by advertising your HVZ club. So mm -hmm. that is really cool. Um, so yeah, talk to us about that. How did you actually come up with the idea for the blaster wraps? Mm -hmm. So it started with, like I said, I was an entrepreneurship major and I was helping some other companies with their like, you know, assembly lines and like stuff like that. And um, one particular company called HatTech, which is a uh, hat hanger company, um, they bought a large format printer, and they were like, you know, printing stickers and stuff on it. Um, but for the most part, the printer was sitting idle, and I was helping them out, and they were like, Miles, we need this printer to be running 24-7. Come up with products that are, relate with vinyl. Um, and so I was brainstorming, brainstorming, and, you know, a lot of the usual kind of like, oh, well, we could put stickers on this or this, you know, not very exciting things came to mind. And then um, I was like, wait a second, 
Blasters are made of injection plastic, which is the stuff that our stickers stick to really well. So I Googled it and found that it was very rare to see any kind of vinyl on a Nerf blaster. And I was like, well, why is that? So I did some prototyping um, and testing to see if there was like a reason that no one was doing it, per se. And um, the vinyl stuck great. Um, and we only had to tweak the type of vinyl a little bit. And so then I was like, all right, well, I need to go through and measure out all the pieces on a blaster and see how they look. And so we did all that. Our first prototype was on a Kronos because that's what I had laying around. Um, and um, we threw a camo pattern on there and none of the stickers fit and lines were overlapping and stuff, but it's still like from a slight distance looked really cool. And I was like, okay, we're going to refine this and, you know, basically create a product around this. And so then we did some of the packaging and then um, we got some feedback from the community, the local people on the campus and they all really liked it. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to run with it. And so it's kind of where the idea came from was we needed the printer to run 24 seven and it's not quite running 24 seven yet, but we're getting there. Very cool. Now, I'm sure that some of my listeners might not know what blaster wraps are because this is a new product uh, that's only in the last few weeks become available. So really quickly, can you give us sort of the elevator, per uh, excuse me, really quickly, can you give us sort of the elevator pitch version of blaster wraps? What is it? That's a great question. So Blaster Wraps is basically a vinyl sticker pack for Nerf Blasters. Um, we describe it as the cleanest, easiest way to customize your Nerf Blaster. When you order it, you basically get a bag that has usually a six-panel setup. Each panel has um, stickers related to left side, right side, top side, and you just peel them off, stick them on. We've done all the measuring so that the pieces should just go on perfectly. And then once it's done, it should look really awesome. Cool. Well, what what are they actually made of? I know you mentioned vinyl, but you also mentioned that uh, the the specific material had to be tweaked. So, what are you using to make these? Mm -hmm. So, currently, uh, what we're using is a 3M Scotch Scotch Kale. Let me start that over. So, currently, what we're using is a 3M brand Scotch Kale, which um, is an automotive vinyl. It has air release, which means that there is a lot of little tiny bubbles, so it makes it a lot harder to get um, large air bubbles when you're applying it. It also has a mesh back, which allows it to stretch a little bit, but does still make it pretty tough. Uh, it is specifically six millimeters um, in terms of press, and it is uh, um, inkjet-based uh, ink, or sorry, it's eco-solvent-based ink. Awesome. Well, you have sent me a sample, and uh, I have to say that it is really tough stuff. Um, it's it, it definitely feels good and looks good when it's on a blaster, so that's really awesome. Um, what have you actually designed the wraps for so far? I know you mentioned the Kronos, but what other designs do you have? Mm -hmm. So we have, like I said, the Kronos, we have the Strongarm, we have Strife now, and then we also have the 18-round mag from Nerf. We have the 12-round Rival mag. And then we also have a banana mag. So those are kind of our six uh, flagship products right now. Awesome. And then what sort of patterns do you have, different, uh, different things that actually go on the vinyl decals themselves? So we launched uh, on Amazon with five, um, which we were the ones we thought would be the most versatile. We have a forest camo, a desert camo, fire, carbon fiber, and then an arctic camo. Um, but then, so that's just on what's on Amazon on our website. However, we've gone through and we've created collections that each have anywhere from five to 10 different designs. So I won't read through all of them cause it's quite a few, but the highlights are the food collection, 
we have solid colors, um, we have space, we have marble, uh, we have a larger camo selection, uh, we have kind of some abstract, and we also have animal type skins to name a few. Um, so all in all, there's about a dozen collections with five to 10 designs in each collection with always more on the way. Very cool. Well, I definitely want to talk to you more about the designs you have available and the patterns you have available and what's coming up in the future. Before we get to those questions, though, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. All right, everybody, I am back with Miles from Blaster Wraps. Uh, a second ago, we were talking about the different designs and patterns that you have available uh, so far. But now I want to take a little bit of a step back and just ask you about what is the actual process for making a design? Like if there's some new blaster that you want to make a wrap for, uh, how does that process actually work? Mm -hmm. So traditionally, um, what we do is I go in with calipers and I use Fusion 360, uh, which is a CAD modeling software, and I go through and measure out where I want each sticker and kind of plan out, um, you know, the the lay basically the cut lines where it's going to go. Uh, after I have all those done, which is quite a lengthy process, then uh, we take it into Illustrator, format it all for our printer, add a background print it out and stick it on the blaster to see how well I did with my measuring. Some of the radiuses and corners and stuff are hard to account for, so then basically we put it on, and then I go back into Fusion and I adjust the lines um, appropriately so that it's you know eventually gets to an acceptable fit. Um, we are prototyping with different, different processes to create the design in the first place because that process is lengthy, takes a lot of time, I have to spend a lot of time measuring. Um, which obviously if we want to keep up or catch up with all the different blasters that are out there, we need to redo it. So we're looking at a couple different um, processes to speed that up so that there's less design iterations and um, make it quicker you know, to produce new blasters. Because we want to eventually catch up and then just only have to make uh, blaster apps for the newest releases. Um, but until that happens, we have a lot of catch up to do. Very cool. Well, you know, you mentioned that this process takes a long time. Uh, on average, about how long does it take you to make one of these designs? Right now, um, from a new blaster in the mail to a blaster app ready to go, it takes about um, two to three weeks, depending on the complexity of the blaster and if it's symmetrical or not. Wow. Well, it definitely sounds like it's a lot of work, but the results definitely... Uh, pay off. I know that the ones that you sent me fit perfectly. Everything lined up really, really well. So that's awesome. Uh, obviously, you're you're taking your time with it and you're doing a good job. Now, as far as the actual patterns themselves, um, who actually designs those? Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of the custom designs are done by me. Uh, well, so we're a very small company, so we all wear a lot of hats. Um, and then we also go and find uh, camos from different free sources that are royalty-free um, so that that kind of flushes out some of the more generic um, type stuff like our food collection or some of those. We don't sit down and hand draw every piece of pepperoni on the pizza. We find someone who's willing to give it to us for free. Um, but we're looking in the future to add someone who's actually a graphic designer degree um, because there's a lot more designs that we want to put up. And we're working... Um, uh, on a custom section on our website so that uh, you guys can upload like your own pictures and then it'll format it over the top of a blaster wrap and we can then just print that out and send it. Um, so that's in the works too. So then the designers will be you guys. 
Well, that is definitely really cool. Um, speaking of the designs, uh, do you have any designs that you plan to add for other blasters um, in the near future? Mm-hmm. We want to release some team packs, so it'll be like a pack that'll have enough blaster wraps for two Cronuses. Um, and so some of those will be like a red versus blue, human versus zombies, um, uh, you know, gold versus black, fire versus water, stuff like that. So that way they'll kind of like two packs, maybe four packs. So uh, that's more for if you are like going to host a party and every person's going to get a Kronos. You can like assign teams based on that. Um, we also have had a lot of requests for steampunk type designs. So those are going to be in the works soon. We're going to have a steampunk collection. Um, and then we're always looking at the comments of videos or others places that have posted about us and we look at what kind of designs people ask for because obviously we want to create what you guys want so some of the recent um asks that we're going to start working on is uh terminator inspired stuff um we get a lot of asks for video game inspired um wraps so from various different video games uh stuff like that so um we we have a lot of designs kind of in the pipeline that will be coming out soon uh, soon-ish. And also, um, we're soon going to be posting a collection of all the custom ones that we've sent out as promo packages. Very cool. Now, you already mentioned the different uh, blasters and magazines and things that you've made designs for. Are there other blasters, other accessories that you're currently working on layouts for that uh, we can expect to see in the near future? Yeah, so I have uh, three on my desk right now. I've got the um, Fortnite ARL, which is the more assault rifle type style Fortnite and uh, Fortnite. But let me start over on that. Sure. So I've got uh, three on my desk right now. We've got the Fortnite ARL, which is the more assault rifle style blaster. We also have the Fortnite SPL, which is the pistol with a silencer, and then we also um, are working on the Nerf Ultra. Um, and so those are the kind of the three that are in the pipeline for having new designs posted soon. Very cool. Now, what if somebody does want to suggest a a design or a pattern to you? Is there a way that they can do that? Uh, yeah. So obviously, an easy way is to comment on some of the videos that we've that have been posted about us or that we have posted because uh, we do we go through and read those. Um, on our website, we also have an about and there's a contact page. Um, and so there is a little form you can fill out um, and you can suggest stuff or ask for specific blasters through there. And we'll get those um, those forms sent to us so we can uh, see what you guys want, because obviously that's the most important part. Absolutely. And so, you know, following right along with that, um, so far, what has been the feedback that you've gotten about this product? Do you think that people seem to like it? Yeah, we've gotten a pretty positive response um, from uh, both in the comments and of the reviews that we've gotten. Um, a lot of people uh, see it as a really great alternative to painting and hydro dipping for many of the reasons um, that we advertise that it's e- you know easy, clean stuff like that. Um, and it, we've basically gotten a lot of the feedback that it has a lot of potential if we can keep up with uh, releasing new blasters and new patterns and getting the custom builder on our website up and running. 
Very cool. Well, it is definitely exciting uh, to see. I, I definitely agree that it should be opening up a section of the hobby to people who maybe previously didn't uh, feel equipped to tackle it, um, which is, you know, the, the visual customization aspect of blasters. Um, one of the really exciting things that I'm excited to talk about, though, is... Or, sorry, let me say that differently. No worries. And so this leads me right into, no, how should I say this? What is it leading into? Uh, the giveaway. Oh, okay. This is where I'm, I want to mention it. I just, right. I'm trying right. to think of how to phrase it. Mm -hmm. But I am really excited that you actually um, are going to be, no, I'm close. That was close. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> But I'm really excited that you actually sent me a few of them, and I'm going to be giving one of them away to one of my listeners. So uh, this is going to be this week's counterintelligence contest. So if people want to enter to win a custom, uh, I guess three of a kind, because there are three in the world right now, of the Foamcast Radio Blaster Wrap, all you have to do is go to foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword wrap. That's foamcastradio.com slash win and enter the keyword wrap to be entered to win a custom blaster wraps pattern. And uh, remember that officer level supporters on Patreon are automatically entered in every giveaway. And uh, so... And remember that officer-level supporters on Patreon are automatically entered in every giveaway. So big thank you to Blaster Wraps for uh, providing that wrap to give away. No problem. Well, Miles, this has been really awesome uh, getting to learn more about you and your company and your product. Uh, where can people find Blaster Wraps online? Yeah, so obviously we're on our website, BlasterWraps.com. Uh, you can also find our product on Amazon, and our social media contacts are Facebook and Instagram. We also have a very small YouTube channel. Awesome. Well, we will put the links to all of those in the show notes at foamcastradio.com so people can go and check them out and follow you. And definitely check out the, the photos that I'm going to be posting as well for the giveaway uh, so you can see what that pattern looks like. Uh, specifically, it's for the Nerf rival Kronos, and it's really cool. And I've got those up on my Instagram at foamcastradio. Well, Miles, thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, before I let you go, I've got that one final question that I ask all of my guests at the end of an interview. And that is, what is your favorite blaster? My favorite blaster is the uh, Rival Hera. Um, I really like it because it's got like the range and accuracy um, that you know of like a nemesis. But the hop up, I feel like they got really um, on point. So I love seeing the faces on people who run a nemesis or a Perseus or a Prometheus when I'm able to just kind of pop up and shoot at them and almost hit them. Uh, because they don't expect people to be able to fire back at them. So the hair is my current favorite. Awesome. Miles, thank you so much for talking to me today. No problem. Thanks for interviewing me. That's it. It's that simple. Cool. Awesome. So so I am I'm still recording now for the yeah. uh the Patreon folks. Um but yeah, uh the so now the interview is officially over. That's where I'll cut it for the for the actual episode. Mm -hmm. Um Awesome. Well, you know, I'm actually, I'm excited to hear you say that you like the Hera because that is one of the blasters that I would like a wrap for. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I have definitely. a Hera, and I have like I'm looking at all my twelve round magazines, and I'm like, you know, I'd love to get some of those twelve round magazine wraps, but <laughs> I, you know, I would want to wrap the blaster too. Right. So, yeah, you want them to match. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad <laughs> that you said that. Yeah, no, it's definitely one of the ones we're going to get to soon. It's, it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's a really underrated blaster. I agree. It's one of two of the single shot um, flywheel, at least until the P90 mm-hmm. comes out. And like, no offense to the Zeus, but it wasn't that great. It was the very first rival. It did yeah. it, it did its job. It it broke out and surprised people. But I don't know. I feel like the Hera is really um, a really great blaster, and I can't wait for the drum mag to come out too. So yes. that I can throw that yeah, on there. The, that's the only the thing is that- I. I'm reloading a lot. And that was they're they're including that with the Helios, right? Yeah, I believe it's the Helios. So I'll with get a free the, Helios the Edge series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think um I think some people no, I guess I guess not. I thought maybe some people had that drum mag, but I guess not. Oh. Um I know that the uh what was the other one we were talking about? The 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 one that looks like a P90. Um, oh the yeah, Charger? I don't remember. I think that's what it's called. Um, there Charger. are some people who have that over in like Taiwan. Yeah. Um, but if I remember correctly, it has an internal mag, which I don't like as much. Right. It does have an internal mag. It's interesting because it it honestly reminds me a lot of the new. Uh, the X-Shot Chaos Orbit, which is a Springer, mm-hmm. but it has that same sort of load from the – or it's it's got the internal magazine, but you load it from the back instead right. of – and and I've seen people with that Orbit's one, and I actually like that load style. I mean, I haven't, like, used it in combat, so I can't say if I, like, actually would prefer it over a mag-fed thing. Uh, but I think it's a really clever loading mechanism to be able to feed mm-hmm. in from the back. It, it, it makes sense, and it makes it really easy for scavengers to just grab some off the yes. ground and throw them in. Yeah, it, like. and 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 you know their their version of the of the Kronos does the same thing and makes it an even better blaster for like you said the people who like to top off, mm-hmm. um, you know, pick up a, a rival round off the ground, put it in, and keep going. You know, you can do that with the Kronos, but excuse you me, you have to uh, yeah yeah you have to pull it back and and hold it there while you're loading versus this design you can have it primed you can have a round in the chamber and have it primed um and and still be loading at the same time and then you can pause yeah. from loading fire and then keep loading um so i i think they're cool i just got both of the extra chaos blasters for christmas nice <laughs> um and i'm like super excited so i haven't got a chance to play with them hopefully uh on the i think the 10th there's an event that's like an hour south of me that I'm going to try to make it to. Um, and they said that lightly modified blasters are okay, but they don't <laughs> want like, you know, 150 yeah. FPS stuff. And so I'm thinking, well, it sounds like most of the people there are probably going to be running stock. So maybe I should just run stock. Um, and so I, I'm thinking about taking them to that and, and giving them a, to test them out them a try. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the, uh, the sort of top off capability of both of those, and something that I found on them actually when I was playing around with them. So the the meteor, which is the pistol, has mm-hmm. like an extra little button 
down by the loading port that doesn't seem to serve any function. Hmm. But if you look inside, there's a little um, tab that's moving when you, oh, when you push so you that th- button. You can stick a mag up there? It looks like they oh. have designed it so that you can put something in, either a magazine or like a quick loader or something like a speed loader or something like that. That'd be really and then, cool. Um, and then that's like your little release for it. And so then I looked at the at the me or at the orbit to see if it had something similar, and it does like a perfectly huh. matching little notch. And the the little release for the follower, I used to think it only works in one direction. It's weird that you can push on it from the other side, but nothing happens. Why did they do that? But actually, when you push on it from the other side, it does the same thing that that extra button on the meteor does. It looks like it's designed as a mag release. Huh. So well, that would be quite a game changer for for sure, the pistol. Be yeah. like, oh, yeah, run it however you want. Magazine, no magazine, whatever. Right. So I'm I'm thinking... This is for, you know, a future release from X-Shot that they haven't put out yet. Something that attaches to either one of these blasters, which would also make it make a little bit more sense of why the stock on the orbit is so ridiculously short. Yeah. Because if there's, if you're meant to attach something else to it, then you're not going to be able to put it to your shoulder anyway. Um, True. Anyway, uh, just observations that I've been making, mm-hmm. and you, you're the first person I've talked to about them, so you're getting it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am excited for uh, a wrap for the Hera um, because, you know, mine uh, is currently un... I, what's, the, what's the word? Untreated, I guess. Um, yeah. It's got a 3S too. lipo in it, but that's all I've done to it. So it'd be cool to do something visually to it. And then the, as far as the other thing that I requested with the, uh, the tentacles, um, a friend of mine makes and sells that stock that I sent the picture of, mm-hmm. um, with the tentacles and the little suckers on it and everything. And then he also sent me like a complete strife kit, um, that has sort of a matching, um, aesthetic as far as the tentacles and the suckers. And so I was like, man, I've got this strife that I need to rebuild because the the person that built it for me back before I knew how to build a blaster, they did not do a great job. They used mm-hmm. way too small of wire and stuff. And so yeah. I, and, and like a, I think they use like a five amp switch or something in it, which it's a three S blaster so it's like that is not gonna work yeah um i mean it it worked so far but it's like a matter of time before it burns out so yeah um so i'm gonna rebuild it and i was like this would be perfect if i could put this on here if i could do a cool wrap with like tentacles or you know something in like a greenish yellowish color with tentacles and stuff that would mm-hmm. look really cool. So that's that's why I requested that just cuz it would perfectly match this. And yeah. honestly, that would probably be kind of popular because that um that stock, I posted a picture of that on Instagram and I got like double my normal engagement with that Whoa. where people were like, okay. this is so cool. Where do I find it? I can't, I'm searching Etsy and I can't find it anywhere and all this stuff. And like people wanted it. And I was like, dude, you got to start printing these people want them. Yeah. 
So like okay. if people yeah, can... if people think that that's cool, I I bet they would think that that as a pattern would be cool. And it seems like you can crank out the new patterns pretty quickly. Yeah, Pat- um, patterns are much faster than designs. Right. Um, we can because yeah. basically you you just have a stencil and you're just mm-hmm. laying the stencil over the top of the the pattern is what it looks like to me. Yeah, basically. I mean, it, it depends on if it's like a camo pattern, we can, it's like a matter of seconds to make. If it's yeah. a little bit more like there's overlap, like there's like for the the pizza one, there's a piece of pepperoni that goes over like three different pieces. So to keep <laughs> that all lined up, yeah. um, there's, it's a little bit more involved, but it's, you know, still like one afternoon I can do several designs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that being said, any, future designs like that that you have ideas for um you know just shoot us a message absolutely uh, and it's not too terribly hard for us to do and uh you know because and that's what we want is feedback from what designs people want now all that being said uh when it comes to this hobby my eyes are always bigger than my wallet so (laughs) i will probably suggest a lot of things to you that i maybe don't buy right away yeah, um, no, I understand. but that that doesn't mean that <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that I'm like yanking your chain. Like I, I I suggest things that I think would be cool, uh, but I might not actually be able to afford them right away because yeah, you know, no, life. we get a lot of that. We get a lot. <laughs> no, fair. We get a lot of people who um, suggest different designs or, or pattern or sorry designs to do next or patterns to do, um, and and some of them you know we make it and then we're like ta da and they're like that's cool. And we're like, yeah, are you going to buy? But so, so we've had many of those kind of conversations that haven't like led to sales, which we completely understand. And the great thing is then we can just post it on our website and that the person who asked for it may not buy it right away, but so someone maybe else, somebody might, else you know? will. Yeah. So, and we make most of our stuff on demand. So once right. the design is done and posted, you know, if it takes a week for it to make some sales, that's, that's fine because yeah. There's no overhead. We're not printing these ahead of time or anything. Well, so. and with how quickly you can crank out patterns, um, it's not like a huge uh, time investment into something that might not pay off. Even if exactly. you, even if nobody orders that specific pattern for months, like it's not like it was a waste of a, a lot of time. Exactly uh, to make it necessarily. So yeah, now if we um, which is different maybe. from like. Uh, you know the the project FDL folks. They had a ton of people asking them to make a rival um, version of the FDL three, mm-hmm. and so Jesse sank a lot of time and effort into doing it. And as far as I know, zero people have ever ordered it. Oh, like he literally spent months and months working on that, and then nobody nobody bought it. And he's like, "You guys all said you wanted this. Why why doesn't anybody buy it?" And yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, that's a different story because it took a long time and a lot of failed attempts, you know, to do it. Going to that, yeah. So, like, I I could understand being more hesitant to make a design for a specific blaster because you're not sure if very many people are going to want it. Like, if somebody said, "Hey, could you make a wrap for the Dominator?" and you're like, "Well, sure," but even if you buy it, you'll be the only one who buys it. So. That's kind of a low priority. Exactly, yeah. And we, we've had some of those where people are like, oh, you should do this blaster. And it's like, I have like never seen that blaster in person. <laughs> so You should do the Busby Sentinel. 
Oh yeah, totally. I'll put that on the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on the list. But eventually, we do want to optimize our process so that it's just as fast to make a design as it is a pattern. So then, you know, we can do one ops like that, and it doesn't take a ton of time and investment. Because like, yeah, right now it's three weeks, but our goal is to get it down to one day. Yeah, maybe that maybe a day cool. and a half at most. Well, now I'm gonna get hate mail from the any of the any of my patreon supporters who like the busby sentinel oop so which <laughs> you know there probably won't be any so well, maybe aldos if it, i know aldos likes the sentinel and if he if he becomes a patreon supporter he'll hear this and he'll be like hey <laughs> and if that happens hi aldos love your streams all right so anyway <laughs> um well yeah cool awesome i i i really appreciate um you taking the time um, yeah, no obviously problem. You know, obviously it helps promote your product, but even aside from that, um, I I do appreciate it because, you know, it takes a little bit of time. And oh. <laughs> I know for some people it's kind of nerve-wracking talking on tape, so um, so I appreciate that you yeah, no problem. talk to I'm, me about it. I was just really happy when uh, um, my co-founder was like, hey, we're doing a podcast. I was like, okay, yes, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, like, <laughs> awesome. you know. Well, um, the the only other thing that I would say um, is that in the future, if you have like new developments or you know stuff, new stuff that you release or whatever, um, if you let me know, uh, I can mention it on the podcast okay. in like cool. my news segment. So definitely keep me informed. Um, we will. I, I, like I, I I'm I've liked your page on Facebook and I've liked you on Instagram. So obviously, like I'll see those things, but. Just as like a, yeah. Well, you know, it gives you more warning, so you can, it, you know, yeah, you know if, ahead if of time. possible. Yeah. Um, and then, and even if it's like not something you're wanting to announce yet, if you can just tell me, you know, hey, this thing's coming down the pipe, coming down the pipeline, and you know, this is our official announcement day. So at that point, you can talk about it, um, right. and then I can just kind of have it in in the plan so that I know that, okay, in this episode, I can mention this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously I wouldn't mention it before that because yeah. that doesn't get me anything. Um, and it just, except gets you mad at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you that, um, we are soon going to have the strife on Amazon. So that's kind awesome. of the, the big thing coming down the line other than what I've mentioned in terms of the blasters we're working on. So, cool. So I'll let you know when that happens, which should be in the next couple weeks, barring any other technical difficulties from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, and also your your custom zone uh, yes. that I know you're yeah. you're working on, like it, it, anything anything like that. Any any new developments? Let me know. Um, yes, we will definitely let you know about the custom zone because we've had a lot of people request it, and so we're like, I bet pounding the pavement trying to get it to well, to work I, the way that we're happy enough that we can release it. You know? Yeah. I, and I bet people are wanting to do like custom team patterns. Like I know that's what I would love mm -hmm. would be to have a pattern. Like it would be cool. Like I'm not on a competitive team, but if I was, right. I would want us all to have like matching everything. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's like right now people can do matching jerseys. They can do, you know, matching outfits, matching color schemes, even mm -hmm. um, matching ammo, but like being able to have matching wraps would be 
would be really awesome. So yeah, especially we, you know, we can put the team name, we can, you know, there's text you can put on mm-hmm. there versus just like, if you painted them all the same color, like that's kind of cool, but you know, yeah. Like there, yeah, there's stuff we can do with that. And we've talked to um, some Nerf arenas who wanted to maybe yeah. outfit like that their whole arena awesome. with um, matching stuff um, that hasn't come to the fruition yet, but someday, you know, so yeah, there's, there's definitely and, a lot of, and with potential. that, too like that's also a promotional opportunity where you could put like a little um you know obviously with their agreement maybe maybe there would be like a discount off the product in exchange for this but you could put like a little url on there that says excuse me that says blasterwraps.com right yeah so that when some little kid is running around <laughs> in the arena and they're like this is really cool i want to customize my blasters at home um they could look at that and see, oh, that's that's where it came from. And then maybe you could get some sales that way too. Yeah. So um Yep, definitely something we will do as soon as someone wants one. <laughs> yeah. Well, um and then also with the as far as the custom zone, um, or not not necessarily cu- the custom zone, but as far as patterns, um also doing like officially licensed patterns yeah. would be cool too. Because like yeah. I know I think it would be cool to have like a an official foam cast radio wrap that um that like my fans could have um but it it would make sense for if it's going to ha- say foam cast radio and have the foam cast radio logo on it and stuff like that it would make sense for um part of that sale to come to me so yeah, doing yeah. it as like an officially licensed thing um and then you could do that with all kinds of stuff like Mm-hmm. People could say, well, I'm going to get the Captain Xavier Strife wrap, you know, and then they yeah. could have their cool Captain Xavier fan Strife um, and and it would have his logo on it and stuff like that. And then, you know, and you could license that from him. Um, and, you know, there's tons of tons of different people in our hobby that would probably be like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, you know, if you send me five bucks for each one you sell. And then, you know, people, my fans have a special wrap they can sell. And then those people can go promote it. Like right now I can promote blaster wraps just in general. But if I said, Hey, I have a specific wrap for my fans that you can go buy. Like that would be something that would be really cool, you know? Yeah, no, that's definitely something we we want to do. Um, and so that's on my to-do list is to ask everyone who um, we've made a custom wrap for that has their logo on it to talk about licensing and that kind of stuff. So that's something we can talk about um, offline because we, you know, because we've, we've already made the design for like your Foamcast one. And so something like that, we definitely are interested in um, licensing that kind of stuff and talking about yeah. the terms of what that would look like because yeah obviously there's the affiliate link which would help them but if it's got the person's logo on it like your logo then yeah obviously there'd be a licensing thing to go with that so that's definitely a, a future direction we are heavily looking into for everyone that we've sent promotional packages to that have their logos on it yeah and and i definitely think that it would probably be pretty easy for you to um get people on board with that where you could just send out emails to uh, you know the different creators mm-hmm. and influencers i guess you might call them in the hobby and you'd probably get a lot of them saying yeah that sounds really cool 
you know, oh, I don't even have to do anything and yeah. <laughs> you'll just send me money like and you'll be making these for my fans. And like, yeah, that'd be awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. So and then also, you know, it's it would in- encourage them to promote it even more because now there's a, a specific one, you know, like I, yeah. I can imagine watching um, watching Brett on YouTube uh, advertising the or, you know, promoting the official beret uh, rap for whatever blaster um, to his youtube viewers you know yeah like yeah that i i I just i think that would be really cool and and uh another way because people who maybe wouldn't be interested otherwise if it's like their favorite um you know personality that is advertising it maybe they'd be like that's cool i'm gonna get that because i really like foamcast radio or whatever you know Mm -hmm. so um I, I think that would be popular and not probably not too hard for you to, for you to implement and everything. So yeah, um, no, de- definitely something we are looking at. Yeah. You, you, what I'm trying to get at is this has tons of potential in so mm-hmm. many different directions. And like, I am excited for you cause I think this is a really cool thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're exciting people. Cause that's our goal is to excite and delight. Awesome. Well, Thank you again. Um, I will let you go. Uh, okay. But sure. I, I really appreciate um, you taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time to interview me. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miles, and I will talk Thank to you, you later. Sounds good. Bye. Right. Bye.